dick. And we have a Craig. Hello, Craig. If we got an answer, that would have been really <laughs> something. I'd have closed out. I'm like, nope. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, that's it. End of podcast. We're never doing this again. Can't do it. everyone it's august 21st and welcome to another episode of oh my god they were teammates this episode is being recorded oh wait you just said never mind this episode <laughs> is being hosted by iris puff and jess yes being hosted the day after uh, the gold medal game of world juniors so yeah this is pretty much going to be the world juniors special also, I stayed up to watch said gold medal game until 5 a.m. Please don't judge me for any, like, lapses in concentration. You're but crazy. it was so worth it. It was so fucking worth it. I actually but turned we- it off before it ended. <gasps> Jazz. I know. I was really tired. I, couldn't I mean, me too. But I was like, <laughs> no, of course it's going to go to overtime. No, but we should we should start a little bit more chronologically for World Juniors. The first thing that we had uh, written down about World Juniors is the return of Ivan Ivan, which is the moon moon of hockey players. So the announcers say his name like you did, like Ivan Ivan, but there's a video of him just saying Ivan Ivan. So I need, I just want to know, like, how does, how do you really say his name? I've been going off the announcers. I'm sorry if it's wrong. Didn't he say something about this about why his parents named him that? Yeah, like, that was the thing we had down because his parents wanted him to feel special. Aww. Which my parents too, and they gave me the ba- most basic name in my country. So I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that would backfire for for a kid. I don't know. If my name was Jess. Jess. I think I would hate my life. Yeah. I would change my name as soon as I could. But Iris Iris. Puff Puff. Puff Puff. Puff Puff. Luke Hughes is the best Hughes is one of the notes um I made for this episode. He okay. like broke his brother's points records like in within the first couple games. Yeah. And what, the only Hughes to actually score at World Juniors. <laughs> yeah, no, I think yeah. his brothers only got a six. The defenseman. Yeah. Like yeah. You'd you'd expect that to be Jack. Because he's the forward in the family, but I don't know. Did Jack even go? He did. Yes, he did. Okay. He only had a had assists. He had like four okay. assists or something. But he, he, he wasn't part of games. the gold medal team, though. He was there the year before. I believe. Oh, yeah. okay. Another note I made on that was uh, Lucius was also playing injured. Have we learned nothing? Oh my god, <sighs> that was so painful. I'm sure I... he was fine, but he was not fine. He was not. And it happened so early in the game. Like, I think it was only halfway through the first period, and it was like a knee-on-knee, and he kept playing, and it was was so bad. And they had, so like, you dress more guys for World Juniors, so they had 7D dress. So I don't know what the reasoning was for him to keep playing, but it he was... was probably better with one knee than a lot of guys would have been with two. Maybe he was another kind of Leon's guys idol. Yeah, he was a disaster every time he was on the ice. It was oh, hard honey, to watch. No, I felt bad. 
Yeah. But I what did see a tweet about it. Killed, what kills me about that is, you know, they beat themselves up over it. And it's like, oh, dude, yeah. your scene wasn't working properly. This is not on you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he like, he broke his stick at the end of the game. He whacked it on the, the oh. goal. Oh, he no. was not happy Funny, but luckily no. he's not it's not like a serious injury i saw a tweet that said uh like a couple weeks of rehabbing he should be good for the beginning of um the university of michigan season so yeah thankfully well, it's nothing good. serious for him but he might miss out on some uh hughes lake house days yeah true can't uh wakeboard or whatever it is that they do on yeah, a bum knee gotta take it easy that was our uh, portion of sad American content uh, for today. For our portion of more happy, ridiculous content, uh, Thomas Bordelow, Mama's Boy. You say that, like... Puff is like, Puff's like, I have no idea what's going on here. Puff has watched zero World Juniors games, by the way. No, I think I saw... St- I think I saw Jess share this clip. Yeah, I remember the... watching it without sound, so I was deeply confused. Oh, he made a joke to the ref when they were like lining up for the opening face-off, like say hi to my mom, and the ref's like, "Well, the mic's on, so do it yourself." So he just said, "What's up, mom?" and it was very cute. That is yeah. cute. More more NHL players should do that. Yeah. I I honestly wouldn't be surprised if one or both of the Kachucks have said something along those lines. Yeah. True. Or a Hughes. They're huge mama's boys. Or the Hughes boys. I don't know. I feel like a lot of them, like with hockey players, a lot of them kind of have to be mama's boys because their mom was the one taking them to practice all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess a lot of them had dads that were like actively working in hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. even like working two jobs to pay for the hockey. We We apparently are able to make everything sad today. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And we didn't even make it like sad about Thomas Bordalo, which is surprising. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but he was he was so good because this was the Bordalo revenge tour. He was, he was so good. Like he was leading the US in points. I am Canadian, so I feel like I always want my boys to win, but I have to admit that I was sad for him because isn't this like the third time he's gone and he, each time before there's been problems? Well, it's the first time he's actually managed to play in World Juniors. That's what it was. Because, yeah, first year, um, he was roommates with Johnny Beecher, who tested positive for COVID. So he got booted. And then I think COVID was what knocked him out around Christmas, too. Um, Yeah. So he's not had some great luck. This was like the third attempt, and he finally got to play, and then this happened, which is very unfortunate. He was very good. He He was very fun to watch. But honestly, if we're going to talk about... Is Bordolo one of the Michigan boys? Yes. Yeah, he's the one... um, I'm not sure Jess has sent you the video. He's the one who twerks to uh, Cardi B. (laughs) Oh, that one. Yeah, okay. I can't say the name of the song, but I can't actually. We're explicit. Yeah. Yeah, WAP. Yeah. Boy twerks and then does a lap dance to Pony, because that's what he's like, apparently. Yeah. He was their big fashion boy, too. Yeah. Tattoo boy. I was just thinking of it because uh, one of our other Michigan boys also had a great tournament. Yeah. One of our other Michigan boys had a Michigan goal, which was yeah. 
an opportunity for me to make many, many jokes about that's what they teach you in Michigan. <laughs> the best joke. It's the best joke. But seriously, Ken Johnson, what a freaking tournament did he have? Like, he didn't even, he didn't score very many goals. But the ones he did score were yes. huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Including that, the golden goal. And gl- he had the Michigan goal. He had the golden fucking goal last night's mm-hmm. game. And I think this was his first World Juniors, too, maybe. I think so. I thought he was. Maybe, Everyone know, kept he... talking about like how he scored at the Olympics, at World Championships, at World Juniors, and in the NHL all in one year. Like Only a few people in the history of the NHL have done that. Only like four people, and one of them is Kent Johnson. That is he's like badass. Literally 19, which like obviously you'd have to be young to do all of that. But yeah, they're all they're all children here. Yeah, this was I mean, his first World Juniors. Oh, like not everyone can be as baby as Connor frickin' Bedard, who literally <laughs> turned seventeen last month, oh and is God. playing with all these nineteen-year-olds, and is like and you can't tell by watching him. Like you would never guess that he's only seventeen. He's he has massive baby face. Well, yes, he is like I when I see him, I'm like, yes, this is baby. Yeah, but Maybe if you that's because I'm 33 and they're all babies, but yeah. Yeah, but if you just watched his play, you wouldn't guess that he's... No. He keeps up with all of them. It's it's so funny because you can tell he gets getting frustrated if he doesn't score like at least one goal a game. And you're like, buddy, buddy, you're playing with like guys who are two, at least two years older than you are. It's okay. <laughs> like... He has over a point per game still. Like, there were some ridiculous stats after, like, one of the first. What, like, is, it with after the first... Connor... what is it with hockey players from Canada named Connor? Yeah. <laughs> I just like calling him, like, Little Connor or Baby Connor just to, like, not be as confusing. But. Mini Connor. Yeah, but there's so, also like, Connor this is... McMichael. I yeah, that's the other him. Connor Mc. Yeah, the superior Connor Mc. I don't know. Poor Connor yeah, McMichael. Sorry, I'm getting us off track. Go, go ahead. Yeah. No, but one of the stats I saw about Connor Bedard is, is truly wild. This is a, a tweet from August 11th. So this is like early in the early stages of the tournament. Connor Bedard has 70 goals and 129 points in the last 77 games he's played. So that's like the WHL, the under 18s and the under 20 tournaments. He just turned 17 three weeks ago. Oh my like God. he almost is at a goal per game in those leagues combined that is like how the i bet there's gonna be a really hard tank for him i mean yeah chicago like it's it's chicago arizona um well maybe the ducks will join because he worked really well with mctavish so that would be ducks are now tanking for Connor bedard i don't know (laughs) everyone yeah i mean the sabers tanked for Connor mcdavid and it didn't really work for them so who knows well, they got Jack Eichel, which to anyone else would have been a really great get, but you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Not to them. But we can be salty about the Sabres and how they treated Jack Eichel forever. Maybe we shouldn't do that during our World Juniors um, <laughs> World Juniors episode. Yeah. Can we talk about the, the Mason McTavish dick trick, though? Ah, so good. He uh, was just... Yeah, also, did have, have we about dick trick lore before on the pod i'm not sure i was wondering that i don't think we have um because 
we we, we know that three goals is a hat trick. So a dick trick, I believe, comes from Joe Thornton because yes. I think I think it was in reference to Austin Matthews or something. It was in reference to somebody getting four goals, and then they said hurdle. 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 Yeah. 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 And then there was some. Thing I think about, a reporter like, asked, like, what 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 he would do if he got four goals. He would just yeah. like, I would go. I have my I would dick just have out. My dick out. Yeah, I'd have my dick out and I'd be stroking it or something like that. Yeah, no, but they asked Thank something you, like about the celly. And then he said something like, oh, that was really understated to me. If I had four goals, I'd have my dick out stroking it. Yeah. Like, and that's okay, why thanks. we now refer to four goals as a dick trick. Because why the yeah. hell not? Yeah. People, the like PG version of that is like a Texas hat trick. I think I've heard it called <laughs> before. Everything is bigger in Texas. And yeah. I hate it. It's a dick trick. It's nothing else. It's so much funnier if you just call it a dick trick. Just yeah, <laughs> it is especially to people who don't know what you're talking about, and you just get like wide eyes in return. No context. It's like, oh my god, Mason McTavish got a dick trick in the game. He got what? It's my yeah, favorite know, thing like... to do. It's so funny. He like got the same amount of points as Gretzky in the World Juniors tournament. Wow. It was like he was one off from uh, tying the record. But, you know, the record isn't even Gretzky. Like, Jesus. That's and it, you know what's amazing is that he, he, didn't, he decided that he wasn't even just going to play forward. He was also like, you know what? I'm going to moonlight as a goalie now. Like, <laughs> That was absolutely crazy. Like, I was watching this game at like 4.30 in the freaking morning. And I'm like trying not to scream because Mason McTavish like slaps a puck out of midair off the goal line. Mm-hmm. And you, you can't quite tell if it was in or not. And I was just like, immediately when Mason McTavish for Vezina, jo- like making the same tired joke five times because I still think it's funny. And then well, the puck goes the other way and Ken Johnson scores. And you're like, I think they won, but I'm not only, sure. You weren't because the only it was one still under out. review. You weren't the only one freaking out. Con- Connor Bedard shit himself, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I love interviews, man. I just, yeah. I love when they swear in World Juniors interviews. Like, right? Just, like I Cole Caulfield it. last year, Connor yeah. Bedard this year. They should just make it a tradition. I don't know. It brings me joy. Just anyone swearing in their interviews, like the Leon Dreisaitl, you were fucking, what do you say? You were fucking, fucking phenomenal. Amazing. Fucking phenomenal. That you was guys it. Were fucking phenomenal. And, it, and like they the, love the crowd loves it so much that and then they there's Corey Crawford, uh, like fucking right Chicago, yeah, because that love was after it. they won the cup one time. I don't remember which time. Yeah, but they they were doing like the on the stage, and then he he just comes up to them like fucking right Chicago. <laughs> I think during the Av Stanley Cup speeches, there was also some cu- some some bad words. Yeah. It was very fun to me. I love it. I love it. Let let the boys speak. Damn it. Oh. Did y'all see the... Yeah, I know Jess saw this, but the the goalie narratives? Puff, there was a goalie narrative. Oh no, I missed that. So so last year, uh, infamously, uh, there was a US-Canada final... And uh, the U.S., or mostly Trevor Zegras, won. <laughs> yeah. It, it was the Trevor Zegras show, let's be real. 
And at that time, Canada had the goalie tandem of Devon Levi and Dylan Garand. And Dylan Garand was the starter this year. And he promised Devon Levi, his buddy from last year, that he was going to get it this year. He was going to do it this year. And literally after they won, there was, I think it was on Insta, you shared it, Jess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like FaceTimed him immediately with his gold medal to show him that he got it. OMG, for him. they were teammates. OMG. Oh my god, they were teammates. Good old wholesome stuff. I love yeah. That. I love, like, the interviews were like a mix of, like, Bedard talking about shitting himself and, like, Ken <gasps> Johnson talking about how relaxed he and Bedard were going into overtime because they p- play three on three every week. And it was like, it's, it was, yeah. I was not awake enough for most of the interviews, but, um, Oh yeah. Was I didn't catch up on that until this morning. Yeah. So I didn't honestly, know that like KJ and Connor Bedard were like close like that though. That was no, I didn't know either. news to me. Yeah, all the all the socials content was like McTavish and Bedard, which was very funny to me. But I didn't know he and KJ were close. So that's why. Okay, here we go. That's why the Ducks have to tank for Connor Bedard because last year they had the MVP in Trevor Zegris. This yeah. year they had the MVP, the MVP in Mason McTavish. They have to do it three in a row. Yeah, truly. <laughs> Will something happen if they do? Like, some, like um, granting a blessing from the hockey gods? Yes. Gretzky himself will, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it ends the reign of terror of Gary Bettman. I don't know. We'll have to try. Oh my gosh. It'll finally free Arizona from being stuck in Arizona. Maybe. And there maybe are they have to send somebody else. I keep forgetting that, like, Next year, World Juniors isn't actually next year. It's in four months, five months. Yeah. Right, because they had to... I was like, oh, and that's going to be great for next summer for, like, <laughs> off-season content for the pod. And I was like, no, Iris, no. That's not how that works. It's so weird. It should be, but it's not. Summer hockey. Summer hockey. I love summer hockey. Because I don't hate summer it. hockey, it's a great time for ice cream. Which is honestly my favorite part of the entire World Juniors. This is, is my favorite part. This story, too. and I'm gonna gonna make Puff tell it. What a fucking okay. great segue! So yeah, the, the Latvian team, I believe, has never made it as far as they did this year. So they made it to the quarter quarterfinals. They've, no, they've never made it out of the group stage before. Oh, okay, yeah, um, and so then there was their their like uh one of their A's was asked about how are you guys gonna celebrate. Um, and this was Martin Martin's Lavins. I am not pronouncing that correctly. I'm trying though. <laughs> um, Good job. I'm trying. And uh, he, he said something like, "Oh, we're gonna. I want ice cream. Maybe we can get ice cream or something like that." And uh, I, I'm, then, I'm gonna find the quote for you real quick because I yeah, think please. they tweeted the quote: "Ice cream. I hope we get some ice cream and then a FIFA tournament on Xbox." Yeah, that's precious. Uh, and then we were joking about like Uber eating them, Uber eats them of some ice cream. And then we realized, wait, I'm in Edmonton. They're in Edmonton. <laughs> so then, I admittedly, I don't know if this was creepy. I hope not. He seemed chill about it though. I find Martin Slavins on Instagram and I DM him and I'm like, okay, do you guys like actually need ice cream? Like, if you guys can't get it yourself, 
I will bring you ice cream. And and then he sends me this picture. Which is back. like, come on, like Three how the awesome next is morning. That? Like, don't worry, we got ice cream with like a picture attached of ice cream. He's like, our 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 training people got us ice cream. And I was like, oh my gosh. At three thirty how like three in the morning? Yeah, like- let me check my messages again so I can tell you exactly when it was. Either way, it was not it was not a normal time for ice cream, basically. <laughs> okay, yeah, so let me read this out to you. So at 9 p.m., I messages them, how much do you guys, the Latvian team, actually want ice cream if you can't manage to go out and get it yourselves? I live in Edmonton, and I will legit bring you guys ice cream if you want. He replies, at 3.19 in the morning, which I know was 3.19 because he's in my time zone. <laughs> And no worries, our coaching staff got us ice cream after the game. Smiley emoji. Thank you for trying to help. And then a picture attached of ice cream and cho- like chocolate and vanilla ice cream, although the picture was like sideways, which still is kind of funny. And I was like, oh, good, I'm glad. And then, yeah, that's that's. But the they got saga. their ice cream. Like, they were they ceremoniously defeated in the quarterfinals. They got close. They got very close. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, the fact that they they were so happy... Mm-hmm. To get that far was, it was so sweet. It was adorable. Yeah. Were they and, the you ones know, that were only there because of Russia not being there, or was that the other team? I have no idea. There was one know. that was I added don't, don't in think... last minute I... because of Russia. No, not that was Worlds. I think World Juniors. They just had uh, fewer teams because usually they have six teams per group, right? Or is that? There was no relegation this year. That's what I, uh... I don't know. I'd have to look it up. And I'm too lazy for that. Either way, like, just to see them so happy. Like, you you have the countries of Canada and the US, and, like, it's expected for them to get out of the group stage. It's it's Uh expected for them, basically, to have a medal. And then the Latvians are like, Oh my god! I know. I love one game. I love. I love the teams who are so excited to like make it to quarters or semis. They're just thrilled. I love that. The the teams that are excited to win even a single game, like yeah, like like every time Great Britain wins like a game, they're they're just fucking thrilled. They got a point. Like Team UK got a point at Worlds this summer, like a point. And they yeah, were like they, so like they excited. made it to OP and then lost, right? And they yeah. were excited. Yeah, they lost in the shootout, and they were so they were more excited than the team that actually won the game. <laughs> it was hilarious. That. Love that kind of thing. Okay, so yeah, um, um, this is me and Jess just like having a full on Ken Johnson is amazing thing again. Uh, we literally have a have a group chat with another friend of ours that is like screaming about this shit. Um, Only because I've dragged all of you down into to my level yes. uh, yeah. when it comes to University of Michigan players. Very yeah. true. Um, and appreciated because, like, I wh- I don't even remember which game it was. I think the semis or the quarterfinals. It wasn't the gold medal game. They had a power play, I think, and like Ken Johnson, like looks like he's gonna take a slap shot, and I was just like, "Oh, I love slap shot goals! Like I love them." But instead, he like keeps looking straight ahead and like slaps it to Mason McTavish, who one times it into the net, and I was like, ah. "It was so good!" And like obviously, so 
you don't want to see sad players, but watching the other team, I can't remember who they were playing now, uh, but just watching like how defeated they looked after that goal, beautiful. You're like, I know this isn't, I know these are children and I'm not allowed to laugh at this, but oh my God. Yeah. I mean, nothing Raffles. they were going to do was going to save that. Nah. There are some, like, there are some games where you see Canada playing or even the US, some of the games where they were playing some teams where you're like, I mean, what are you going to do against that? Like, yeah. At some point, those teams are just happy that they, like, don't give up 15 goals, only 10, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Poor, I just, like, I remember that awful Germany, Canada-Germany game from last year where, like, half half the German team was still in COVID protocols and they lost, like, 16-3. to And the only reason it wasn't worse was because of Tim Stutzla. So, that was something. But yeah, how about we uh we we end our um world junior segment there? Um not sure if we we should play La Bamba here too, but they did at the stadium and Aww. I might have cried. Oh. And uh the the quote of it being Kent Johnson's idea the last time just yeah. so good. I think yeah, we because... can do the golf songs game if you want to. Do you guys have the videos for them? Like the clips that I'm going I've to got it. Up. I've got the YouTube channel pulled up. Okay. Jess is gonna go find the goal songs. I'm gonna do a real real quick, real sad aside. Because why everyone's so emotional over La Bamba right now is oh, not yeah, really funny, yeah. We we've talked about um uh, our favorite little Oilers fan, Ben Stelter, before and he sadly passed away um about I think a week ago. I think so. They had a, a celebration of his life, uh, I think yesterday or the day before. Connor McDavid flew out from Ontario to be there. It was like there were like people were like lining the streets. Uh, it was very emotional, very beautiful. And just to hear La Bamba after that was was very well done. Mm-hmm. Very good choice by them. Yeah. And and there have been some choices um, for the goal songs, too. Like, personally, when I was at Worlds, like, uh, grown-ass men Worlds, um, hearing Mambo oh, number nice. 5 after every Canadian goal... <laughs> was that was really incredible. what they used as their Is goal song? They used? they used Mambo number 5 oh as God. their goal song. What? I made so many Who cracks about that? Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, apparently. Oh my god, that expl- that explains so I mostly much. made, like, a lot of shitty jokes because that song has the line, like, a little bit of Sandra in the sun, and I made mm-hmm. so many Travis Sandheim jokes about that. I always because... hated that song as a kid because, yeah. like, my name is in that song and it used to drive <laughs> me crazy. Here I am. My name is never in, in songs like that, so that's good. Except, no, it's not in the Goo Goo Dolls song, but it's the title of the Goo Goo Dolls song. True. But anyway, honestly, um, like, I didn't think they were going to top Mambo number five. But yeah, Worlds so, had some 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 choices. Yeah, we, we were going to do a game. So because I didn't watch any World Juniors and we're a little bit worried about copyright, we want to rank the goal songs, but we don't want to play them in case that gets us in trouble. So what we're going to do is they're going to play them 
and then I'm gonna try to mimic them is gonna be bad, just so you know. Like, like, so they're probably gonna have to state what the game, what the song is afterwards, so you guys know what the hell I was trying to do. And also, if you're curious, I'm sure we'll have a link. But sport goal horns backslash sgh on YouTube actually has like all the goal horn songs for like any international competition, so you can scroll through and find whatever you want. Okay, how do you want to do this? You might even be able to find Mambo number five. (laughs) I bet it is on there. I didn't scroll that far. Okay, how do you want to do this? Do you want to send me the link? Do you want to screen share? What do you What do you want to do this? Um, I I can send you full full D and D GM. How do you want to do this? (laughs) How do you want to do this? Um, do you just want me to go randomly? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, let me. How much of it do I have to mimic? Hopefully just the beginning, right? Well, and they're really short clips, too. It's not oh, the whole okay. song. Okay, because that would be a disaster if you expected me to do this for three minutes. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No, like, it starts with a goal horn, and then it goes into this, like, a short clip yes. of the song. Okay, the, the first one's loading. <laughs> Yeah, go going nowhere. We can't stop. We there's something, something rapping. I don't know. <laughs> Is this the um? Oh my god! I know the Americans had That's a rap, that rap song. I'm sorry. Is it is it the Americans the rap it song? It is the Americans. Yes. <laughs> so this is Bad Boy for Life. Yeah, Bad Boy for Life. Who picked that one? Why uh, was it Bordelow? It's a good question. I don't know if I ever saw them ask who picked it this year. Why was it Bordelow, though? Probably was. I'm never going to be able to listen to this episode back because I'll just be cringing too hard at myself. <laughs> Actually, I wonder, for some reason, Landon Sligert's name is like popping up, so I wonder if I did see something that it was him oh, that yeah. picked it. Or I'm just Wouldn't making that surprised, up. But it's so funny to me. Okay, here's your next one. Okay. Are we doing the ones that aren't in English? Or are we just doing the ones that are in English? Let's just do the ones that are in English, because <laughs> okay. otherwise it would just be torture. Um, you'll just get noises if they're not in English. Yeah. And we'll never know what they are. No, you'll never know. Okay, goal horn noise. Oh, can't stop, just take it to the sea. I know this song. Don't stop, just take an imitation. Don't stop. Da, 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 da. Uh, is that the yeah. Chili Peppers one? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think so. They're going old school, man. They did. And that was the one that, like, I didn't hear it the first couple games. And yeah. when I did finally hear it, I was like, okay, I know this song. I've heard it a million times. And I literally could not tell you what it was called or who it was by. That's See, a, I, was, I was just like, I heard. Canada Goal Song, and that's Can't Stop by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, yes. which yeah. you may have been able to guess by my rendition, which was very. <laughs> no, what is funny, because, like, I think I just let me think for the yeah. Goal Song, and I listened to it, and I was like, I know the song. And I was like, instead of looking it up, 
instead of looking in the fucking description of the video, I just started singing the song in my head and going through the whole thing and just like I just like trying to figure out what it was and like I was lie. It's literally right there. When I lived in Indianapolis for a couple years, there was a like an alt radio station that I would listen to on my drive to and from work. And I shit you not, they played that song every morning on my drive to work. And I'm pretty sure it's just like ingrained in my brain and I hate it so much. And that's probably why I didn't recognize it. But you're like trying to block it out. (laughs) I've heard so many times that they just like bring back these like really vivid memories. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have your next one. This one's also an old school song. I love that there was like apparently some kind of like theme hold on i got nothing but this is wildly entertaining so i <laughs> joke that i should have sent you the lyrics for this one and then i realized that it's just the same word over and over it's apparently uh, Rock Me Amadeus by Falco, and it's used by Oh Team my Rock god. Falco. Amadeus, yes. Amadeus, Rock Me Amadeus. See, I, I have audio processing issues, so I literally didn't know what word he was saying. I was like, <laughs> that's I okay. was like, it's, no, 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 I don't know. No, I understood, but that's probably only because I knew what the song was. Yeah, you knew time. what it was. Yeah, but isn't it like, no, I don't think, I'm not sure if he's Austrian, because I remember when the Red Wings had their prospect camp. They were streaming their scrimmages, and one of the players was actually called Amadeus. And I was just, like, constantly singing this song in my head. And I'm not sure if he's Austrian, if that's what... But, um... Well, Mozart is... uh, Yeah, okay, that's the joke. But I just, like, I had this song in my head for a whole last week, and I just got it out of my head, and now I, you know, talked about it again, so now it's gonna be stuck in my head. Here is the last one that's an English song. Okay. I mean, I can attempt the other ones. It just won't go well. And this one is in English, but I don't think I actually know this song. I listened to it and I didn't recognize it. Okay. okay. Now I'm going to check because I have European privilege. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Let's get. We are never going home. Oh, whoa. Oh, wow. I think the Let's band might actually be Lord, German. Something like that. It's never going home by the by Kungs, and it's used by Team Germany. Yes. I don't think I've heard this before, but I like it. It slaps. It's a good song. If I was going to rate the four of them, I'd probably rate this one first. Oh, Google says... Um... This is a uh, by a French DJ, record producer, and musician. Oh, Kungs. So interesting. I don't know. I like it. This one's my favorite. It probably didn't get to North America. That's but... Puff's pick for number one. Mm-hmm. My pick for number one would absolutely be uh, Rock Me Amadeus, just because it's terrible and I love it. I I think I'd have to agree. I think that's a fun song for a goal song. Yeah, I'd probably put that second. I just, I just, one of these days, I want a team to pick like the Venga Boys. Yes. Oh, and I did I've... like. I don't know if you caught it at the end of the gold medal game. Um, 
they did play Hey Baby, which was their goal song originally um, at Christmas time. So that was a a nice little throwback. (laughs) Even though that song is obnoxious and I don't like it. Yeah. I still want, like, teams to do, like, all stupid Eurodance trashy 90s songs. So, like, Venga Boys. I want Toy Toy Box. I don't know if that got to North America. But it's no, hilarious. yeah, I know Toy Box. Yeah. Like, Aqua. That's the kind of shit I want as goal songs. Yeah. I want well, someone to score the goal horn and then to go straight into Barbie Girl. Yeah. Done. I personally think that goal songs should be a little like anthems in the sense that they should be singable. Like, you don't pick something that's like a rap or hard to say or it's like a hard range. You gotta pick something that can be, like, chanted. Yeah. Do you really think that the anthems don't have a hard range? Because if you try no, to sing do. the fucking Star Spangled Banner, I'm just saying they that... shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should. They should have stuff that's singable for the average person. I think the U.S. anthem made a mistake there, yeah. and they should have done that. Here, that shit's hard, y'all. Oh yeah, no, it's an extremely high range. I'm not saying it's not. It's just I was that, at, like I was at Worlds, and I was like, I had well, I, I'm not sure I actually had like pneumonia, pneumonia, but it was pretty close. And I was trying to sing it, and I was like going a full octave below my no- normal range, and I still couldn't reach the high notes. Yeah, hmm. just for that reason, I will be rating the U.S. last. I literally from that song, I literally just know "Bad Boys for Life," and that's it. I think I know more of that song than I would be willing to admit it's a classic i mean we we all have our her embarrassing um songs i probably know more of mambo number five than i'm willing to admit same unfortunately yeah well that was the the definitive ranking of english language goal songs for world juniors um, can't wait for the NHL goal songs. <laughs> yeah. Are you, do you, how many do you think they're going to change this year? What are your guys' opinions on individual goal songs? Yes, always. I love it. I think it's so sure much fun. I'm not sure how I feel about it because I like, I like them, but I have a bad memory. So then they'll be playing a song and I'll be like, who the fuck is that again? <laughs> I like what the Flames did because then they usually, I think they start with uh, their uh, team song, which is... Um, ACDC. Oh, and then they do an individual? And then they go that's into... Smart. I like that. Oh, that's kind of cool. Because then they um, then they have the time to, like, pick you know, if they, they see the replay and be like, oh, wait a minute, that was that was like, Matthew Chuck deflected it after all. And then you get the Chucky song, which is, like, literally the Chucky song for, like, Chucky, the demon doll, <laughs> which is absolutely the perfect song. I hope song. he picked that. I hope he picked that. Yeah. But I like that they had like they had Johnny Be Good and they had, you know, they had the Chucky song and they had I Love Bread I think for Andrew Munchapani like I love those dumb first shit two like aren't that. flames anymore. Sorry. Aww. No, I like it and I hope like I want the Sabers to keep theirs. Jeff Skinner having I want Party, party in the USA forever. I love that Just so much. So That's so Jeff Skinner, which is so funny because he's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's that just makes it funnier to me. I love it. I want them I love all it. to pick like Miley Cyrus. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't care if they pick fucking Hannah Montana. But like, oh, speaking of Hannah Montana, um, there is a band. I forget which team it is. One of these from World Juniors. 
their goal song is by a band called Hannah Montana. It's not the Hannah Montana you think it is. I listened Aww. to the song and I had never heard it. And it's not a girl. I got duped. But I I love like cheesy, corny, weird. I think a lot about that part where um, Jess Skinner was doing a tough personality video and they were trying to ask different players to name the Jonas Brothers. And then Jeff Skinner just instantly rattled all three off. And then he was like, I have four sisters. Yeah, Kevin, Joe, and Nick. Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, is it that's like a requirement. Four sisters? He's Jeff, like, I have that, sisters. You know. Jeff, we know better. Yeah, Jeff, we know. No, but like, I, like the, the Washington Capitals have like a really, a bunch of like really cool, like yeah. puns on, on, based on the names. I just yeah, and I think some of them got to pick them. Like I think they gave them the choice to pick first, and if they didn't pick, then they yeah. pick something for them. Like I'm pretty sure T.J. Oshie did, did Country Roads. Yeah, I think he chose that one. Yeah, like yes. I'm pretty sure he picked that one. But like to have Hathaway score, and then What Is Love by Hathaway comes on, and you're like, oh man, that's such a good pun. Yeah, that I love that. Pun. I never noticed that actually. I do hope the Flyers change theirs. Because they got a new one for last season. Yeah. And I think we should just separate from everything from last season. Retire yeah. guys. I was, like, I was going to your Chuck Fletcher best out of the choices they the had for last year. But also we should it change was. everything. Yeah, including, was... to get us back on track, including fire Chuck Fletcher. Yeah, I was just about to say, do you guys want to do your segment? And then I'll just go to the washroom. Okay. Yeah. You guys go ahead. So welcome to the Iris and Jess bitch about the flyers segment. You gotta talk uh, about the tweet, though. The what? The the tweet where the guy got his. Yeah, sign. yeah, we're getting okay. there. Okay. Well, you know, well, well, sure you, you, you know said we could have five minutes. We're gonna take yeah, the full five minutes. Can. I just wanted to make sure you didn't forget it. That was gonna be my bridge. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, but seriously, like the state of the flyers, it's it's a dumpster fire. And, like, seeing some of the Flyers' draft picks at Worlds was like, oh my god, Tyson Forrester, I love him. And, like, yeah. the Flyers suck at development, so, you know. And I'm then- curious to see how this offseason pays off for them, because I know... It pays the off of- in them tanking for Bedard. Well, so at the end of the last season, Chuck Fletcher had said... We're asking a lot of the young guys to stay in Philly for most of the summer. So, like, Cam York yeah. has been in Philly all summer. Uh, Zade Wisdom has been there. I think Joel Farabee has been there. Um, so all of these kids have been there all summer training together. And I'm curious to see how that works. I think Tyson Forrester has been there, too, quite a bit. So I am curious. I feel like that might be a good move. I, I like I like the young core that the Flyers have. I just don't like that they insist on prioritizing the veterans over the young core all the time. Yeah, I don't know if that'll be a torts thing or not. not I'm still really. I'm still being optimistic. Gonna be okay. Oh, I've lost all optimism. Torts had a year off for however long. He's regrouped. He spent time with his horses. It's it's fine gonna be great hey it worked for daryl sutter i guess exactly yeah, i do love off. that that torts is a horse girl like yeah great we love our horse girls here we'll get back to some horse girls later but honestly my favorite piece of flyers news over the past week or so was this uh this tweet that we found that jess and i like immediately um 
saw him were like, okay, this is this is gonna be our thing. This is sorry, Puff, we're gonna need about five minutes of the episode <laughs> where Jess and Iris talk about Chuck Fletcher getting fired because um this guy on Twitter, uh Moscoli one, apparently got Johnny Gaudreau, yes, Johnny Gaudreau, the Johnny Gaudreau, to sign his fired Chuck Fletcher sign. I wonder so like I know a while back um there were other guys who had showed up to like the practice rink with signs and people yeah. had photoshopped them to say other things yeah. and i'm wondering if this is the same guy or one of it might be but i just think it's funny because honestly when johnny gaudreau was um you know looking for a new home as you say the flyers were like one of his top options because one you know he's besties with kevin hayes so what y- you know yeah it's close to his parents, but not too close, as we know. That's a thing. And instead of being like, hey, like the top free agent of the season wants to play for us in Philly. Let's keep let's, you know, let's make some room for him under the cap. Chuck Fletcher was like, no, we're going to pay five mil a year for Tony fucking D'Angelo. Y'all. Yeah. It's all so because clearly he Johnny refused... Groh agrees that Chuck Fletcher sucks. Yeah. Chuck Fletcher just is just, to play with Kevin. just like sold on this idea that James Van Reemsdijk is gonna save everything. Still, when that's not he's not. The case. Sorry, he's a, has adorable children and a great wife, but he's not gonna save everything. I love him. Great guy. Just, just not here. Great pigeon. Great pigeon. Sorry, the Claude Giroux calling uh, JVR pigeon jokes are never gonna die. Even though Claude Giroux is no longer a flyer, isn't even a panther anymore. He's a sen. Nah. Did you I really see hope the... that they ping pong JVR back to Toronto somehow? I just want him to go back and forth forever. <laughs> Except don't go back no, to Philly. But did you see the the magazine cover of Claude Giroux and his kid and his sons? And yes. I swear, someone put it on my timeline as like, oh, look at the first pictures of Claude Giroux with Alex Dabrinkit and Tim Stitzler. And I was just like, no! It's a terrible joke. We've made it before. And it just still, it still gets me. It's weird to think that, I mean, so Claude Giroux's youngest just turned one. And yeah. Alex Dabrinkit's son is very young. But it's weird yeah. to think of them having children that the young age. at the same yeah. time. Because Alex Dabrinkit's like, He's Brady Kachuk's age, basically. Yeah. Brady Kachuk is a child. Brady Kachuk is a child who's engaged now, but he is a child. I Clutcher feel like was that's... 30. was older than we are, just. Sen's training camp is weirdly one of the ones that I'm most excited about because oh, I God, think me too. seeing how that dynamic works is going to be a lot of fun. I I desperately, and I mean desperately, want a Tim Stutzla. Claude Giroux and Alex Dabrinkit line. I feel like that would be... Clearly, you're going to make Claude take all the face-offs, because Tim, sorry, dude, no. Maybe Claude can teach him. Maybe they can work. Yeah, that's an, or mentoring, you know? like Yeah. If you're going you're gonna to have Tim Stutzler be a center, then he can learn from the best. I just, oh man, like the Sens are one of the teams I'm so excited. Like is weird Tim dynamics. Is tall? Tim isn't, no. He's like, well, he's not as tall as Brady and Brady's like 6'4". But it, like, 
Tim would be the tallest guy on that line. That's what I was wondering, like how That's, how yeah. they would stack up height wise. It would basically be the Brinket as like mini, 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 and then Claude Giroux, who is like, if he's optimistic, he might hit like five ten, five eleven, and then I think Tim Stutzler's like six feet, maybe a little over. So it would be hilarious. Like he could finally feel tall compared to Brady Kachuk, who's like lifting him off his feet. We we segue to sense talk, Puff. Sorry. No, it's good. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out where we were. You're good. Oh, no, literally just we talked about the Flyers for five minutes, then got to talking about Claude Giroux, and then segued into how funny it's going to be if Tim Stutzel is actually the tallest guy on his line next season. Nice. We had to mention yeah. the the uh, Claude Giroux magazine cover with his kids, which I assume you saw. Oh, that was so cute, y'all. Yes. Yeah. We had to go there. They're so Speaking cute. of people talking about their kids, though, um, Kevin Shattenkirk talking about Trevor Zegris. <laughs> <laughs> they trade away all his father figures. He doesn't have anyone else left. I'm sorry. I had to go there. That's a good one. There I were think, so many uh, good quotes. Just you have to talk about, about this. Dad last episode? I think we talked about Hi Dad last episode with Cole Caulfield. Yeah, we did. Yes. And Jeff Petrie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. So apparently, yeah, we're on to the other USN TDP boys and their father figures. Yeah. Did you link the, the like, the Tumblr breakdown of it? I'm going to assume you didn't. No, because so. um, that was a picture. Was it? I wonder if I can find it really quick. It was under the tweet. So, um, for the breakdown, actually, um, Kevin, there was a uh, missing curfew, or was it spit and chicklets? Missing curfew. Missing curfew. Yeah. Missing curfew interview with Kevin Chattenkirk, uh, infamously the man in the bear costume with. Uh... Oh, that video. <laughs> if you haven't seen the uh, holiday shenanigans from the Ducks, uh, Kevin Chattenkirk is in a bear costume. It's funny. But yeah, he uh, did an interview with um, uh, Missing Curfew. Uh, they called the episode Ducks on the Pond with Kevin Chattenkirk, which, excellent. Um, and someone was uh, kind enough to, um, um, you know, like, make a quick list of important information so that we wouldn't have to listen to the entire interview. Um, there are many, many great quotes about Jamie Drysdale and Trevor Zegras. The two of them together is an awesome combination. They're great for each other. Z is a yapper. Very true. Jamie just Who goes about his guessed? business. Didn't we Who find out they moved back guessed? in together? Because I did. think I think uh, Drysdale moved out with was it Shattenkirk or somebody else? So no. Jamie and then had moved upgraded. into Hampus Lindholm's. That was yeah. moved in with him, and then he went to Boston. And yeah. I don't know. Trevor was living with Cam York's brother. Mm. Oh. Cole York. Because I was very confused the first time someone said, no, he's living with Cole. I'm like, why? Cole's in Montreal. I'm like, oh, <laughs> there are other people named Cole. But yeah, it, it does say they were living together again at the end of the season. But there are some just... Mm. Jamie Dreisel apparently still orders DoorDash from his mom's account 
and he needs her approval. I love that. He does not know how to do laundry. But apparently, Trevor and Jamie have learned to take their laundry to the dry cleaners, so it actually gets done. That, I know, has been an ongoing thing, and how that boy has not learned how to just do, like, simple laundry is just beyond me. Yeah, like, you like, could at least, like, put your underwear through the wash. Yeah, like, what do you do? Yeah. Do you, do, like, do you just buy more if you can't get it to the dry cleaners sometimes? Yeah, apparently, Probably. I mean, they have the money. True. My allergies mean I have to wash stuff before I wear it, so that would just be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, this is also one of my favorite things out of that interview. Trevor apparently asks older guys for advice on girls that follow and message him on Instagram. Yeah. Precious. He needs and also like figures. surprising. I I don't know. He doesn't come across that like his media personality. No. So I was. Surprised. I kind of wonder though if it's a little bit like. They, like, you, you know, he wasn't famous before, so maybe he knew how to talk to girls, but he doesn't know how to talk to girls, like, as an NHL player. and like Yeah, like, parasocial true. relationships yeah. are different. Yeah, yeah like, like how, do you, how do you know which girls are, like, want something from you? You know what I mean? Yeah. And not, apparently... Which, I'm not judging Puck Bunny's, like, live your best life, but you know what yeah. I mean. Okay, cute, cute, cute final thing from this interview is that Jamie and Trevor come over to Sh- Shaddy, Shaddenkirk's house a lot, and they hang out with his kids and play mini sticks. Aww. I Shit. love it when, like, these, like, legit NHL players play with, plays games with kids, and then later these kids go into the NHL and they have stories. Like, the amount of stories I've heard from, like, broadcasters, retired NHL players, so, like, Oh yeah, Matthew and Brady Kachuk used to play. I used to be forced to play mini sticks with them, and they'd like beat each other up the whole time. Like, <laughs> I want, well, st- I want like mini Shattenkirks to make it to the NHL and talk about like, oh yeah, Trevor Zegers and Jamie Drysdale. I hope some played- of those kids who played street hockey with uh, Brady Kachuk and Tim Stutzel and yeah. Josh Norris end up in the NHL because that would just be so funny. That would be hilarious. I hope yeah. they end up on the Sens. That would be even funnier. Yeah, or like some of the hat trick kids. Yeah, the Hot Trick Kids, which is still a dope-ass nickname. I think it just shows you, like, they're just big kids. Mm -hmm. Like, Julie Petrie, who is Jeff Petrie's wife, shared on her Instagram, I think it was Friday, that Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki, and Dylan Larkin were all over playing with their kids that night. I saw Like, they were playing mini sticks in the basement. They had, like, a Nerf gun war. And Oh, my God. It was just too cute. That's adorable. And that that like that isn't even the only thing I heard about Nick Suzuki on social media these past couple of weeks. Did y'all yeah. see the picture where he t- like he was taking a picture with a kid? Who, the kid's a Leafs fan, so he like covered the Leafs logo <laughs> on the kid's hat with his hands. Like, ah, I can take a picture with you now. Yeah, I love that. It was so, so funny. funny. I love that because you know it's intentional. Like he could have taken the hat off or asked the kid to take the hat yeah. off. But no, he was like, you know how we're going to take this picture? We're going to cover the logo. (laughs) Yeah. It's so much funnier this way. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you can talk about more uh, Cole Caulfield gaining a new teammate in uh, good old Sean Monahan. Yes. Okay, so um, the Flames had a very active offseason all of a sudden. Like, their big guns were like, oh, by the way, we're not staying. And they managed to turn it around quite well. But that did mean they also had to trade a uh, flame staple, Sean Monahan. 
and honestly like uh he's been struggling with injuries for the past couple of seasons he's on ltir right he is on ltir right now and he's hoping to be back i think in november ish is what they're saying um but what I honestly found heartwarming is the response to him getting traded from Flames fans. There were some really lovely stories about him that were shared. Uh, Kami Kepke um, is a Calgary sports reporter, and she shared this story. Uh, when TJ Brody collapsed during a 2019 practice and he was taken to the hospital, Monaghan ripped off the ice to let Brody's wife know what was going on. Uh, Amber, his wife, didn't pick up his call, so he got... So Sean Monaghan got his now wife to knock on the Brody's door so she wouldn't find out via social media. That's so precious. This is like, fuck practice. I'm going to take care of this first. It's just really good. And then um, this other account, um, not a reporter, um, shared the story that Sean Monaghan funded a mental health unit at Foothills Hospital. um, And... Either he just donated a lot of money to it or funded the whole project. He just put, like, a lot of money and expense into funding this unit. That is so important. And there are people, like, sharing personal stories of, like, people they know who've been affected by this unit and have been helped by this unit that Sean Monaghan helped fund. So it was just a lovely story. It's heartwarming. And we just want to wish him the best of luck in Montreal and hope he's happy and healthy. I'm very excited to see him in Montreal. I like yeah. him. I hope he. But I'm also, well. I'm so excited to see Nazem Kadri on the Flames. Oh, Nazem Kadri and the Battle of Alberta. I was about to say. Apparently, like my friend was telling me, she's not even into hockey. She texts me yesterday, and she's like, <laughs> a bunch of people are really excited about somebody that the Flames signed, and they said that there's going to be like a war. And I was like. I was like, yeah, that's probably Nazem Kadri. Don't worry. There was about always it. a war. It's just died down a little at the news that Matthew Kachuk got traded. Now it's like right back on. Yeah, that's a good replacement for Matthew Kachuk to like yeah, fuel it is. that. Yeah, and he already has beef with Evander Kane, so you know. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Playoffs beef, yeah. But honestly, I'm still not one of the funnier. One of the talk about that. No, let's not talk about Evander Kane. He doesn't deserve our attention. <laughs> oh, um, true. Go on. But the Athletic uh, beat reporters uh, were talking about this. So apparently, Kale McCarr, who uh, grew up was born and grew up in Calgary, actually messaged uh, Nazem Kadri right after he signed. It was like congratulations, and said he'd help with whatever Kadri needed in getting adjusted to the city. And Haley Salvian, um, current Flames reporter, soon to be moving to women's hockey reporting. Actually, just went like Kill McCarr, Calgary Tourism. And I just giggled so hard when I saw that. I was like, ah, oh, this is going to go on the pod. I have to do talk think, about this. Do you think the they'll uh, splurge on slushies? At 7 Eleven, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they, 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 they have 7 Eleven. And... Yeah, we have 7 Eleven. Yeah. yeah. I don't know this shit. I'm European. No, it's fine. Yeah, we have 7 Eleven. But, like, and I think that's a nice a little segue to. Um, a uh, segment I like to call the Av Stanley Cup Tour. Um, helping Nas isn't even the most adorable thing that Kale McCarr has done over the past couple of weeks. The picture of him showing the cup to his grandma and where his name is going to be. I, I, that was so cute. It was. He's, uh, he's just 
I feel like I've used the word precious probably like 25 times in this episode, but Kale McCarr is precious. He has Kale precious. Kale is precious. I, we're not going to talk about the feet pick, but that was precious. <laughs> He's a good boy. He's a good boy who got a horse named after him, finally. Yeah. It's about time. About yeah, and it, time. like an Eric Johnson horse, because I think we had a discussion last time that there yeah. might have been a horse that was not Eric Johnson's. Yes. Yeah. But like about that about damn time dot Lizzo whatever. But um, yeah. Eric Johnson named a horse after Kilmacarry. Already has a Landeskog, a Ratanen, and like three McKinnons, McKinnon, McWinnon, and it was about damn time. I made he a joke earlier that have a favorite. I made a joke earlier that Nathan McKinnon will use the McKinnon horses as like Horcruxes. And put parts of his soul into each horse. <laughs> she made this to me, and I just died laughing. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like I also thought um, because uh, this this happened around the time that um, Nathan McKinnon had his cup day yesterday, and apparently Andrew Cogliano and Gabe Landeskog were there in a horse drawn carriage. So we got to talking about like how um, the entire Abs team should show up for Eric Johnson's cup day. Hi, pancake. Hi, pancake. Sorry. That's okay. It's okay. Does Pancake have opinions on horse-drawn carriages? Well, I guess. She's very against on them. Eric Johnson. She says they're unethical. <laughs> Treat horses better. Yeah. <laughs> but we still think that all the abs should show up for Eric Johnson's Cup Day. And, like, someone, I don't even remember who, said, oh, but they should only ride the horses, you know, <laughs> if they have a horse named after them, they should ride that horse. And to which I said... Okay, but that, that means very... McKinnon has to switch like every 15 minutes because he has multiple horses. <laughs> yeah. And then it just devolved into chaos. What a weird yeah. problem to have. Like, oh, yeah. I have too many horses named after me. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe Pancake wants a horse named after her. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, ask Eric Johnson. We want a horse named after Pancake. Got it. Send him Got a tweet it. today. Thanks. <laughs> And my final moment from the Av Stanley Cup tour that I wanted to mention was when Darcy Kemper had the cup, apparently they did play all the small things at a party because it's not an Av's Cup tour unless you play all the small things. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. It came up on my shuffle today and I was like, oh man, I should not be singing along with this as loud as I am right now. And yet. It's a classic. It's only 1030. For you. For me we have a little bit of content left before we uh, uh wrap this up today we have a little bit of representation station and this is minor league representation station uh just brought this to our attention actually yeah kevin weeks tweeted it which i thought was kind of yeah. cool to see him cover like non-nhl stuff but um, i like him former yeah, pro goalie joel martin who played in the echl i believe for kalamazoo before he retired um, has just been named their head coach. I uh, am making him second black pro head coach along with another ECHL head coach in Cincinnati. So we got to love. Oh. Yeah. We got to love seeing some representation in the minor leagues as well. And just, I love that, you know, Kevin Weeks shared that because he has a platform, you know, like we wouldn't have known about it if, probably wouldn't have known about it if Kevin Weeks hadn't shared it. So it's it's really mm-hmm. cool to see them sharing. No, even as somebody who goes to and follows ECHL yeah. very closely, I probably wouldn't have known if he hadn't shared it. So Yeah. 
And and cool. I think that brings us really nicely to our final topic of the day. Hockey community coming together and raising each other up. Because Jess actually attended a game yesterday. Um, missed yeah. part of the World Juniors games because of it. But that's fine. Because it was a charity game. It was. Um, so Brayden Lewis is a... I think he's like 18 or 19. Or maybe he's he's around that age. He has a Fort Wayne kid. Um, he's actually... I believe a kid of a former Comets player, I think, or at least a hockey player. Um, but earlier this year, he was diagnosed with uh, glioblastoma, which is an aggressive mm. form of brain cancer. So yeah. he's had a couple surgeries this summer already. He's kind of like smack dab in the middle of treatment. And because of his connections in hockey, he is a hockey player. Um, and with the Comets, they ran a charity event basically all day yesterday. They had a bunch of different stuff going on at the Ice House in Fort Wayne. Um, the final event was a game that featured Comets alumni. And then the team that Braden plays for, the Metro Jets. I forget what league they're in, but they're up in Michigan. Um, but the rosters were fun. So he played, his dad played on the alumni team. Um, also on the alumni team was Colin Chalk, who coaches the Bakersfield Condors. And his oh. daughter played on the other team. Right, because so, the Comets are uh, the Bakersfield affiliates now, right? Yep, and he used to be a Comet. He's played here before. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Okay, go yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and then a couple others, like one of our current players, he played Anthony Petrozelli. Um, and there were just, there were a couple other like father-son duos playing each other. But it was really Love neat that. to see some of our like classic Comets players come out. And they raised almost $25,000 yesterday. Oh, wow. awesome. So pretty cool to see it was a packed event like there's not a whole lot of seating in there so it was like standing room only by the time i got there and we were right along the glass and it's a lot of fun everyone that was playing looked like they were having a ton of fun um they announced brayden coming out onto the ice last at the beginning and when he came out like both teams just mobbed him and it was Aww. i like i teared up a little it was it was very cute I love it when like the hockey community comes together and they're all lifting each other up and helping each other out and that's that's the and all of, of the alumni team like I read an article they all like flew in on their own dime but don't still live in Fort Wayne so like they Aww. chose and they paid for themselves yeah. to get out here and it's just a really cool event that is really good I know that's no, not very descriptive that's really good you know what I mean <laughs> okay it's awesome heartwarming yeah if you can do something for a fellow hockey fan for a fellow hockey player or he would do it be good and now i feel like i'm gonna end up adopting this metro jets team because you probably this is how jets operates this is (laughs) and then you're gonna make us adopt them so this is how i i adopt a usphl premier league team because that's where they play they were a lot of fun they lined up so like we were standing on the corner of the ice and behind us was like the the route to get to their locker room so they were lined up behind us and they were just so excited to be there they were loud and just cheering on each other uh and they also smelled really bad 
but that's you know besides yeah i remember the point. i remember you telling us about that you were like they smell terrible the hockey equipment so is long. not a good it's not a good smell and they were back there for so long that like i started to feel dizzy by the end of it i couldn't imagine what a hockey locker room smells like oh i don't God. think i ever want to know no the, I think I'm the good. more you learn guys like don't, don't go into a locker room don't do no. it and with those words of wisdom um <laughs> i think that's about it for this episode yeah we'll be back in a couple of weeks uh and we'll record a new episode in early september we're heading closer to the start of the season but we're not quite there yet so yeah who knows what kind of crazy fun and games we have next time uh so uh, you know tune in next time in the meantime you can find us on social media at omgtwtpod or you can email us at omgtheywereteammates at gmail.com uh when puffle uh, reads your email share it with us and be like okay and <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We got a weird email, and I didn't know if it was spam or not, so I just sent it to them, and I was like, guys, what is this? Like, and I didn't reply oh, you know, to the email. I just, like... Please send us weird it... emails and, um, uh, you know, make us laugh. That's that's yeah. all we want, really. Exactly. And in the meantime, uh, enjoy hockey, enjoy the offseason. We'll be back. Yeah. With Have more pancake summer. hot takes. Pancake hot takes. That's going <laughs> to be our new segment. Cakes. She has hot cakes instead of hot takes. Aww. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Okay, banish Craig. <laughs>